In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen. The passage of scripture in our gospel called the Beatitudes presents a danger that is common to poetic literature that presents challenging truth. There's a temptation for the emotional experience of literary beauty to shield us from the actual message being communicated by the words. The danger can be highlighted by some questions. Which condition of the Beatitudes are we taking comfort in, knowing the great reward that is coming to us from our Lord Jesus? Are we celebrating our weakness and poverty of spirit because we know that this confirms our place in the kingdom? Do we embrace our sadness and our mourning because we look forward to the comfort that Jesus promises? Is our hunger and thirst for righteousness greater than our hunger and thirst for success? In a world full of judgment, are we known for our mercy? In a world full of polarized conflict, are we peacemakers? When someone speaks evil against you falsely on account of your faith, do you leap for joy? There is need to clarify what the Beatitudes are saying because they are easy to misunderstand. Jesus is not saying that poverty, sadness, and persecution are virtuous states in and of themselves. Rather, Jesus is observing something about the relationship between the world and the kingdom of God. The more we are detached from the world because we experience need, loss, or opposition, the more we are open to the kingdom of God and its promises. The opposite is also true as the reverse beatitudes as they're known in Luke's gospel make clear. In Luke 6, Jesus says, woe to you who are rich, for you have received your consolation. Woe to you who are full, for you shall hunger. Woe to you who laugh now, for you shall mourn and weep. Woe to you when all men speak well of you, for so did their fathers to the false prophets. When we are full of the things of the world, we lose our hunger for God. When we become popular, we are tempted to maintain our status at the expense of obedience to God. Thus, St. James, in his epistle, gives us this advice. Let the lowly brother glory in his exaltation, but the rich in his humiliation, because as a flower of the field he will pass away. Before we say, yeah, let those rich people be humbled, we should be aware that by the standard of the world that St. James was familiar with, we are all rich. He is counseling us to glory in our humiliation. 
in harmony with the Beatitudes, this is not because humiliation is good in and of itself. Rather, the humiliation is the means to the end of trusting God more. All Saints Day reminds us that we are called to be saints. It is a feast for all the saints, not just the ones who have days. And ultimately, all Christians are saints, or they're not Christians. It's a matter of where we are in the process. We are all called to be saints, to pursue holiness. We pursue holiness when we look for the rewards that come from God and are willing to forego the rewards that come from the world when the rewards in the world conflict with obedience to God. And this does not mean merely looking for future rewards in heaven. Christ comes to us now in our spiritual poverty to give us strength. He comes to us now in our mourning to comfort us. He comes to us now when we are opposed to give us courage and consolation. But the comfort we experience now is sacramental. It is a sign of what is to come in full when the kingdom comes in full. But we are not there yet. And thus we need our experiences of poverty, sadness, and opposition to keep us detached from the world and to keep us turning to Christ to pursue the authentic and eternal rewards that come only from him. The Beatitudes remind us that ordinary needs, losses, and forms of opposition in this world are gifts that turn us from this world and turn us towards Christ. To pursue holiness along with the saints, we have to recognize them as gifts and use them as gifts, knowing that the temporary and sacramental consolations of life in the spirit give us a taste of the rewards that are permanent. As Revelation says of the future blessedness of all the saints, they shall neither hunger any more nor thirst any more. The sun shall not strike them nor any heat. For the lamb who is in the midst of the throne will shepherd them and lead them to living fountains of waters. And God will wipe away every tear from their eyes. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost.